tell me about the overview. Give me the background uh, behind the announcement about uh, the, the the carbon uh, pipeline and capture and sequestration project that you guys are are partnering with. Yeah, so Navigator has uh, it's been public for a while that they've been planning to build their Heartland Greenway carbon capture and utilization uh, storage system, and we've been evaluating that as well as other options that are out there uh, for the last oh, probably well over a year. And after a long due diligence period of understanding the project and what it would mean to poets and what it would mean to, you know, the uh, the rural areas, uh, we feel very good about the value that it's going to create and ultimately the success that we think it's, it can have um, and what it will mean to farmers in rural America and, and bioethanol. So uh, that's what that announcement today means. Jeff, thanks for that. When we when we talk about this type of a project, I, I think we're seeing an increased, uh, I, uh, maybe popularity is not the right word, but I know that there are other projects similar to this in the Midwest. What What's driving these types of announcements and partnerships and projects? You know, I think there's, you know, there's some federal policy uh, around, you know, carbon. And, and so I think and there's also like California has their low carbon fuel standard, uh, which creates some incentive for people to create lower carbon solutions. And then I think just to generally my, my opinion is that, you know, I think consumers are being more conscious of the, whether it be the energy they use for their cars or the products they, they purchase or consume on a daily basis, you know, how are they made and what's the impact to the environment? And I think, of course, we're excited about that because as the, the world's largest bioethanol producer and, and leader in, in low-carbon solutions, uh, we think that's great um, so that people are becoming more aware of what are better alternatives out there uh, to use. Jeff, that's the consumer side. Let's talk whether they're ethanol producers or or uh, farmers and ranchers in this part of the country. Tell me, how does an announcement like this and an investment like this in the rural communities, how does that trickle down to the farm? Well, I think it's a great story because if you look at the, the our industry, it has been the most significant positive thing to happen to rural America and farmers in the last several decades. It has created significant value for their crops, significant value for their land, it has given them a steady growing market uh, when there wasn't one uh, prior to the advent of this industry. And so if you look to the future, and if the future is going to be um, more mandates or more demand for lower carbon products, this is just going to further reduce the carbon intensity of bioethanol, therefore making us even that much more viable well into the future and that much more sought after. And so it's going to net-net should drive sustainability uh, back to the farmers, as well as value back to the farmers as well. What are some challenges that, that, that you envision that, that you guys will have to work through? And then we can maybe transition into what is maybe some challenges when we talk about ethanol and climate in a larger sense. Well, I think, you know, my first and foremost, you know, it's Navigator's project, and we are just participating with them. They're bringing their, their, their pipeline up to our facilities, and we are uh, there'll be there'll be equipment that will take the CO2 and, and compress it into their pipeline to their ultimate destination in Illinois, where they are sequestering today. In fact, and I think a project of this magnitude, this is like a, any t- any other typical infrastructure project. There's a, a lot of communication that has to happen, so that people who are 
you know, impacted by it, even positively, need to understand what the project is. And I know Navigator's been been working through that, and it's a very public process, which I think is good uh, to allow the public to be informed of what the project means, what its timeline is, and ultimately what the expected outcome is supposed to be. So I think that that process will play out, and and I, I'm, I've got no doubt that Navigator will communicate well with you know their stakeholders, you know whether that be in the you know, state, county, city, local areas. Let me ask you this question, Jeff. How does this project directly impact your um, plants and facilities that you, that you guys have? As you said, that the, the pipeline, obviously, yes, is um, being linked with your plants. I'm curious, what, what does that provide for your plants specifically? Yeah, so one thing that people don't know about POET is we've actually have been the fastest growing biogenic CO2 company in the U.S. the last several years. And what that means is, you know, when you take corn and you grind it up, we essentially get three main components. One-third of it goes into bioethanol, one-third of it goes into feed products, and one-third of it is CO2. And it's that CO2 is the CO2 that was absorbed by the corn plant when it grew during the growing season. So, in some of our facilities, we just release that CO2 back into the atmosphere for that corn next year's corn crop to absorb. Uh, but in some of our facilities, we capture that CO2, we then process it into a food and beverage grade quality CO2, and we sell that into, into a variety of markets. And so what we're going to do in this now is, in those areas where we have been releasing that CO2 back into the atmosphere, is we're going to capture that and be injecting that into Navigator's pipeline system. Ultimately, it ultimately would take today, if you look at the kind of the life cycle analysis or the greenhouse gas score of bioethanol as it's compared to gasoline, because that's what everybody's trying to do is to create an alternative better to gasoline. We're almost 50% better or lower than gasoline today. Uh, after this pipeline comes on, online and we inject into it, that will reduce down to 75% better or lower than gasoline. So it's a significant impact from a from even a lower carbon uh, liquid fuel. Jeff, my last question for you is, let's talk about the future here. This announcement, couple that with other pipelines that have been announced across uh, the Midwest. What's the future of carbon sequestration and how it helps producers and ethanol uh, facilities like uh, what Poet has? Yeah, well, I think the question that gets asked today in, in, in a variety of forums is, what are you producing and what is its carbon intensity and what's its impact to the climate? Because bioethanol is the only significant competitor and option to gasoline. The question that gets asked, well, what's our carbon score? Today, we're 50% lower than gasoline. Um, part of our carbon score, a significant part of our carbon score, is what is the carbon score for the farming operation, for the production of corn and the harvesting of corn. And so it's important that while we can improve things in our bioprocessing facilities, that farmers also get engaged and continue to do things to lower, to, to the extent they can, the carbon uh, inputs for the planting, harvesting uh, of their crop. And so projects like this, this Navigator uh, CCUS project, it's going to be a significant impact uh, because we're able to then take the value of sequestering that CO2 rather than release it 
and then that translates to the lower carbon liquid fuel. So it has a significant benefit back to the farmers uh, in terms of the the low carbon um, impact of what they're producing for their corn, which we use as a raw material, as you know. I want to follow up. We, I, you mentioned uh, about the carbon the the carbon intensity score. Uh, can you explain what that means and why that's important? Because I think we 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 use that word a lot, but I I want to get kind of a layman's understanding of of that impact. Right. So it starts with the baseline of gasoline, where they do a kind of a well to wheels analysis. So all of the carbon uh, scoring of what it takes to extract oil out, what it takes the energy to produce it into gasoline, the energy to get it to the end market, and then ultimately the, the, that carbon as it goes through the car, what that means to the environment. So that's kind of the benchmark. And the goal is for everything that, that gets made from here and out into the future is to be better than that. And so when ethanol gets measured today, we are almost 50% better than gasoline already. In a project like this, makes us another 25% better, so getting us to 75% lower carbon score than or intensity than gasoline. 